hello hi everyone this is we're here for it i'm justine i'm ella and how are you doing today justine you know i'm doing good this is earlier than we would normally be recording Mm -hmm. um and the last couple of nights well, so I did dry January. So the last couple of nights were like the first Friday and Saturday, no longer in dry January. And I, I was worried that I would have trouble waking up this morning, but I'm doing better than expected. You're not ragingly hungover? No. Yesterday I had a bit of a headache, but today I'm okay. Well, that's good. And I even took the time to shower, get dressed, oh, wow. you know, part my hair in solidarity with millennials everywhere. Oh. Oh my God, we will get into that later. (laughs) (laughs) I have so many thoughts to talk about. (laughs) How are you today? I am good. This is earlier than normal. Normally on weekends, I'm waking up around this time. So this is crazy. Um, But I'm good. I, uh, Today, the day that we're filming is the day of the Super Bowl, so I don't really care about the game at all, but looking forward to the commercials and to the halftime show. Looking forward to Amanda Gorman, whatever they end up having her, in whatever capacity they end up having her perform. Looking forward to chips and guac and Super Bowl food. Yeah, I've been trying to figure out what we're making today. Like for our Super Bowl. I don't know what we're going to make. We are kind of doing like some little snacky things, but mostly um, partly because my housemate is like reintroducing herself as part of the whole 30. Like mm-hmm. she did 30. Now she's like, today's her like the day she can eat rice. So we're going to Panda. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. That's fun. Yeah. yeah. I think we're going to make like wings or something. I don't really know. We'll see. See what happens when we go to the store after this fun how fun so I want to talk to you about something Justine okay wait first I need to shout out my friend Mary who sent me a dragon emoji for those that are maybe a little behind it's okay if you still send if you for the episode about beauty if you listen to the entire thing we appreciate you um I think you also said you have a corrections corner I do have some corrections yes okay (laughs) let's jump into the corrections Okay, so um, also this is also another shout out to my girl Amanda because she texted me before the episode was even over, before she even finished listening, to remind me that the hot guy in Lizzie McGuire's name was not Jake, it was Ethan. Okay. And you were sort of right about the show about packing someone's like luggage to go on vacation. Um. Because I thought it was called Package. So the show I was thinking about was actually called Get Packing. But there was a reality show called Baggage that was very similar to what you talked about. And Amanda also reminded me of that because in season one of Girls, Shoshana is so worried about being a virgin that she says that's going to be her baggage if she was on the show Baggage. Um, And then these are not corrections, but I do also want to just like, we didn't talk. I, I recognize that in terms of like reality shows about love and dating, and the early 2000s, we did not talk about shows like Nick and Jessica Newlyweds and Brittany and Kevin Chaotic or the Till Death Do Us Part with um, Carmen Electra and whoever the guy is from that band that now has the tattoo show. Anyway, <laughs> I like, I do recognize we didn't talk about those. They are just as important. But anyway. That, those are just my quick corrections from last time. Thank you for those. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I want to talk to you about something. Okay. This week you texted me. Or we, we were actually on the phone. and, and We texted said, and talked about this, yeah. You, you said, and I quote, I wrote it down. Gen Z wants to be all woke and body positive, but are coming for millennials for their side parts and skinny jeans. Proceeded with a bunch of laughing emojis. Laughing, crying emojis. <laughs> so here, here's what's happening in our lives right now, everyone. This is really where our where our age starts to show because Justine likes to ask me questions about what's happening with Gen Z. Wait, I need to preface this with, 
I had not yet seen all of the stuff on TikTok about this. Okay. I was asked by friends to ask Ella. So like a lot of times, like I'll, like sometimes I'll just ask, but a lot of times I'll get texts that are like from a friend being like, I need you to ask Ella why Gen Z's are coming for us about yeah. I'm, I'm apparently the official spokesperson. <laughs> um, so that you're the only one we know. Right. <laughs> you're the only Gen Z we know. I'm going to stick with official spokesperson. Let me have the title. <laughs> okay. um, so, so the week starts off. Justine texts me and said, why are we not allowed to use the laughing, crying emoji? You know what it is I'm talking about. Um, and I said, I don't know. It's just cringy. Like, like you, you can't use it unironically. It's cringy. And she was like, but why? And um, I, I, I don't know. And so I actually Googled it and there are so many articles about why it's cringy and why we shouldn't use it and how it is made for children. Um, I believe that this emoji kind of falls under the same category as Bay, which we talked about a couple episodes ago cringy used by me. I have my problem with that only because I truly don't know anyone in my generation that has ever used the word bay. Like that's not us. And so that's why I feel like I'm annoyed about this whole thing because I will accept that we invented emojis. I'll accept that like Lizzie McGuire was the first of those like bitmoji things ever to come around and that we as millennials have really taken emojis to the next level, but we did not start saying bay hey, I'm just the messenger. Then later in the week, Justine calls and is very upset because why are millennials not allowed to wear skinny jeans and side parts? Why is that not cool? And I had to proceed to explain the whole Gen Z thought process of how, you know, if something's out of style, it is old and classified as bad, whatever. It's fine. It's just basic. Um, and Justine's been really upset about it since. Okay, here, I've had so many discussions about this because I first got the text from my friend Mary that was like, can you ask Ella why we can't wear skinny jeans? And I was like, the hell? Are you kidding me? And then I saw on TikTok all this stuff about side parts and skinny jeans and all this stuff. And I was like, and here's the thing is that I don't, the way the algorithm works for the stuff that I like on TikTok, I'm not usually seeing the videos that Gen Z's are posting. If I do see them, it's like stuff that's been stitched together even with millennials. I haven't seen it. So like, even I'm not on that side of TikTok. So. Right. But like, because I do, because the algor- algorithm works to like, give me like a bunch of like millennial videos, I have seen bits and pieces because millennials will stitch them together. Right. So, and it's always millennials responding in a way that is iconic. For example, there was one woman who was like, if you did not have to find out that your relationship with your best friend was not what you thought it was because you were no longer in their top eight, don't come for me. Mm-hmm. And I think that what bothers me and what bothers the rest of us about it is that boomers told us that we were lazy and that we were all just a bunch of kids who'd been given participation trophies and Gen Y's don't trust us because they think we leave our jobs when we're not satisfied and all of that, even though we're all burnt out from working so hard. And we've never done anything to deserve the hate from the older generations. And now we get hate from, from Gen Z's and it doesn't seem fair. And it seems almost like childish and mean girly because it's like the skinny jean thing is like, I'm wearing skinny jeans because they look best on my body. Do I have some more relaxed leg jeans? Do I have some boyfriend cut jeans? Yes, but only because I've tried them on and they look best on my body and they're not like cheapy pants. Like I'm buying like pants that I can afford because I'm an adult and I can afford these things. But also I need to tell you that in the midst of all of this, I had a friend, my friend Erin sent me this BuzzFeed article that was what really set me off last night and you should be glad that you didn't get a text from me last night. Oh <laughs> the article was 18 things millennials do that are no longer cool anymore, according to Gen Z. Okay. I want to hear them. I'm willing to accept that you all don't like side parts, even though like, so like side parts, like hair parting and jeans are in the same category to me is right. like, well, why okay. don't you just wear what looks best on your body? The side parting is very weird to me because um, when I was in like high school, my friends and I were like, absolutely not. No middle parts. That's disgusting. And it's a very more like in probably the last four years, it's become mm-hmm. a trend. But 
anyway. I mean, and I do normally part my hair in the middle. I mean, sometimes I'll flip it on either side, depending on like how it's looking. But like, I do like to me, side parts and skinny jeans are just a bit like it should, the conversation should only be about how it makes you feel and how you like feel the best and most confident and look the best. Um, but I'd be willing, to, I'm willing to understand that they don't like them. I'm willing to understand that you don't like the crying laughing face emoji. Um, there was one that bothered me a little, so I'm wearing my Gryffindor socks and I have my Harry Potter coffee mug because it says apparently you don't like us showing off our Hogwarts houses. Um, you don't like us using the world adulting or taking selfies in certain angles. And I also, yeah. I also am willing to understand and recognize that you all think that we have an obsession with wine and being drunk because we do and it's fun and we love it. But here's the one that really got me. Number okay. 10, a thing that millennials do that is no longer cool. Liking coffee. And the tweet that they accompanied with it as an image to express your hatred of us liking coffee was millennials be like, coffee is bae. <laughs> illogical. I, it's, it's illogical to be mad at us for liking coffee. I agree. I will say that mindset. I don't agree with it because I'm like, I'm drinking coffee right now. And again, a lot of these, I think Gen Z things are coming from very young Gen Zs. Like this is not the 1997 through 2001 babies. You know what I mean? This is like you were born in 2002. Well, part of this, I don't understand because to me, coffee has always been a part, like there was never a time in my life where I wasn't obsessed with coffee that I can recall. Mm -hmm. And like part of, I think part of it is like how you grow also financially as you get older, right? Like, Mm -hmm. like I have an obsession with coffee and I get like nice coffee and I get nice, like I'm about to go buy an espresso, like roaster, you know, like, Mm -hmm. so my obsession with coffee is partly because I no longer want like cheap coffee. Right. But like that being said, even when I was in high school, I was like, Mm-hmm. scrounging for change in my car so I could go get coffee on my like yeah. open period classes you know like I so what I think this mindset is is and we we you and I talked about this but I'll briefly explain that like Gen Z's were very like instant gratification and I think that that's why like trends just go like so quickly and then when things aren't in style anymore it's like out like like there's really no grace period um And also they associate things that are out of date or out of style with being old. And then old has this association of being bad and okay boomer kind of thing, even though obviously not everyone's a boomer, but that kind of attitude. But the coffee thing, not that I agree, I think has to do with the fact that Gen Z's are like, coffee doesn't taste good. Let's drink boba. Let's drink matcha. Let's drink, you know what I mean? Things like that. And I think that that's the mindset. You know who also don't, you you know what I also didn't think used to taste very good when I was, well, I always thought coffee tasted good, but like, I didn't always like wine either. Just wait till you have graduated college and you have student loans and life and. Right. I mean, that's the other thing is that us Gen Z's, we've literally like always grown up with internet and we've had social media since we were 10 years old. Like I got my Instagram when I was 12 years old. Like, right. And I do recognize. So we share everything. No, and we, we don't think it matters. Like we don't think people actually care. We just share our thoughts into the void. And then if they happen to go viral, they go viral. You know what I think it is? So like, here's the thing is I recognize that everything I'm saying makes me sound very old. Like it makes me sound like an old person that's like putting up a fight about this to be like, Mm -hmm. why are you coming for us? But I think what it is for millennials in particular is that like, again, like we have been shit on by the previous generations already. Like we've already taken the brunt of so much. Like I remember like there was like this video going around like the parents a few years ago. Like I remember, I think one of our cousins shared it with like our dad and he was like, isn't that so funny? And it was like this dad like singing a song about like millennials being lazy and like and like not having um, like a work ethic and like blah, 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 blah. And it was like, that's like, dad thought it was hilarious. And I was like, this is not funny. Like that, like Mm -hmm. I'm physically exhausted all (laughs) the time from working all of the time. (laughs) This is unfair. And so I think in general, millennials are 
a little bit more trigger sensitive to these things just because we have been like hated on by so many people and we've had to defend ourselves through <laughs> yeah economic downturns and mm-hmm. and like it's just it's and you know like we've been told that we have ruined like the market and like certain like business models and stuff because we like I remember when articles were coming out about how Gen Z's had ruined the market because we weren't buying like beer in the same way that previous generations had. <laughs> and like, seriously, there was an article that was like, here's all the things that they've ruined. And it was like beer because we're more likely to spend money on like a craft beer than like right. a case of cheap Coors. And like, there was like, like other things in the category were also like, um, there was like a, like a cheese and there was like a something like there's stuff that like, basically like we'd rather spend our money on less but nicer things yeah. than on like cheap mass amounts of things. American cheese, that's what it was. Like there was a nut like- Craft singles. Like, like we're not buying craft singles, right? Like we're buying like, yeah, fancy cheese from the grocery store. And I think it's just like, so we've been told for a long time that we're just, we've ruined things. And apparently Gen Z's think we're also ruining things. <laughs> well, if it makes you feel better, I feel like Gen Z's, we're not going to know kind of what our, what the the overall arcing opinion about Gen Z's is going to be for a few years. Like, I don't think that that's going to be something that like people are going to be able to judge for a couple of years, but I don't know if we're going to have the best. We'll see. I mean, here's the thing. I've always been... And maybe this is just because I know you and I know a lot of your friends or have known a lot of your friends. Like I've always been very proud of how like naturally woke Gen Z has been. I think that's going to be the positive part of our legacy as well. Well, And I think it's partly to your point about like being in touch with the internet, like your entire life, like you've always had connections to the rest of the world in ways that we didn't necessarily always have. And so I like have always been very proud of how like naturally woke, more woke you are than like the rest of us. But I guess what bothered me about this past week into my original text that you mentioned and <laughs> quoted is just that like for people that that preach about being woke and preach about body positivity, it seems like very off brand or very hypocritical to be criticizing people for how they wear their hair or what kind of jeans they're wearing. Like that feels, that feels mean, but also like, this is, this is just a funny thing that my housemate said last night that like, I thought was hilarious was like, just like to leave the, the, the jean thing, like just one last comment about this is like the style of jeans that Gen Z's are wearing, like whether it's a wide leg or a high waist or a baggy or whatever is very much like a mom jean. Or, like, the grunge style that we invented in the 90s and early 2000s. But, like, the we were talking about it. It's, like, part of the reason that I don't wear that style jean is because not only would I, like, I'm at an age where I would, I could be a mom. And so not only would I look like a mom, but I wouldn't look like a cool mom. I'd look like, yeah. like, like a basic average dumpy mom right like I'm not wearing those jeans because it wouldn't make me look cool it would make me just look like a mom dropping off her kids at soccer like I'm not I'm not about that life like no so anyway in case you're wondering I'm wearing my Gryffindor socks and my skinny jeans today nice I had my hair parted on the side and I'm drinking my fancy nice coffee also in a Harry Potter mug Amazing. Gen Z's can peace out. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't really have anything to add. I understand your frustration. And I also understand that Gen Z's, we literally do the stupidest stuff. And like, we just put our thoughts into the void. Like, cause we know it doesn't matter, but then we'll be like, imagine like, like here's those TikToks that are talking about like, side parts or whatever they'd be like imagine parting your hair on the side like and making these faces but whatever um well the other thing too sorry this is just that the hair parting thing is funny to me because like right now like I showered I washed my like my hair looks good parted in the middle right mm-hmm. but, like there's some days I'm on a zoom call and it does not look good so there's some days where I definitely am going like this because it need like yeah. it has to look something on a zoom call that like mm-hmm 
doesn't, so it doesn't look like mad at, you know, like I need yeah. to do something because I work for a living. <laughs> I make monies. <laughs> well, all the 13 year olds will understand. When Which they- also, are 13 year olds even Gen Z? I think so. We were talking about this last night because like there's another generation beyond you, like after you, that like they're just now trying to come up with like the names for them. But the thing is like I'm barely a Gen Z. I think, okay, I'm looking this up really quick because I read an article somewhere about it and I feel like they're calling them the alphas and I think that's the worst idea. That's disgusting. Okay, according to this website, I don't know how accurate this is, Gen Z is born between 1996 and early mid 2000s yeah so they could go up to 2012 but that seems wrong so after gen z's are the generation that are born of the first group of millennials so like people that are like elder millennials are having kids obviously mm-hmm. and so it's kids the the generation after you are kids born from about 2011 and will until what will be 2025 and they're calling them generation alpha Mm-mm. and I think that's a mistake because I don't think any child should be told that they're an alpha from the beginning right <laughs> Maybe like, I'm not <laughs> I, don't, I don't love that that's I'm not loving it I'm not okay with that but yeah like a 2011 baby is like probably like elementary school at this point right so they're like 2011 baby is literally 10 years old yeah so they're in fifth or sixth grade that's weird yeah um well okay okay. what else is a conversation for another time I mean I will say that that Jen that I mean we were going to talk about what's been going on in pop culture and I just feel like that has definitely dominated a lot of pop culture at least on like the social media world this past week feel like we're on different sides of social media because you're the only person I've been hearing this from I so I heard it first from Mary and then I was talking to my housemate about it but I continued like I then went on TikTok and like got really informed and then like three days later my housemate was like okay so now I've read all about the TikTok stuff like now I know everything (laughs) like we we are all very prepared and I got like three videos sent to me this morning so well we hear a lot and that's probably the problem that's probably why you guys don't like us (laughs) I'm gonna put a poll up on our Instagram about everybody's thoughts about the laughing emojis side parts whatever check out our Instagram stories um, after this is posted and we'll um we'll have one up there because I'm curious what everybody's thoughts are on it um, but there's some other pop culture stuff we need to talk about. Okay. We don't need to talk at length if you don't want, but we do need to address it because there's been Give me your thoughts. Give me your thoughts. Well, what are your thoughts? About this week? Yeah. Um, what happened this week? I feel like there was a lot of stuff, but I feel like nothing that I'm like remembering off the top of my head. Um, one, I this is just kind of something I did. I watched Malcolm and Marie, that movie that came out with Zendaya and mm-hmm. what's his name? David John Washington. I actually don't know. I've only seen like one ad for it. So he is from, um, he's in Black Klansman um, okay. and directed by Sam Levinson. Um, it was really good. I, I've heard that there's mixed opinions, um, but I thought it was really well done. I don't know. I liked it a lot. Um, we'll probably need to talk about this more when the song actually comes out, but like they also did announce that What's Their Face are doing a duet Sabrina and Josh apparently to address the rumors even further I know it's here's the thing I'm always going to be invested because I love them I love the show whatever but like at this point I'm just kind of like okay and I think the rest of the internet agrees like we're just kind of over it well yeah and that's I mean I think that's what I was gonna say which was just like like we talked about this already we've talked about how I think that it's what they're doing is petty because her song was not a petty song and if they do a duet like also continuing to address this it's either incredibly staged by their producers to like drum up attention Mm -hmm. or they're just being petty for no reason other than to be like petty teenagers right and I just feel like I don't I don't know if I buy that you don't know if you buy them being petty just like petty for no reason like 
to the extent of this, like that just seems like a lot. I don't know. It's just like, I, I can tell the internet's not even that invested anymore. Like I barely see anything about it. Like it's kind of like, get over it. Like, it's fine. Like we, we, we get it. We get that you're hurt, but like we're done. Like it's okay. Um, okay. Other things that happen that I do want to quickly talk about, especially because this happened in like a 48 hour period time period. The women coming out about Marilyn Manson. Oh, yes. So for those of you that don't know who Marilyn Manson is, which you might not because he's a garbage musician and his music has always been garbage. Um, And there's been weird rumors about him for like a long time and just like a weird sort of lifestyle that he's lived. Famously, he dated Rose McGowan from Charmed fame. And then he was married to Dina Montes, the queen of burlesque. And then he was dating Evan Rachel Wood, who's been in a ton of stuff. And then a string of other women that I don't like. He dated Evan Rachel Wood? Well, that's what this is. That's why this is so serious. Because a few years ago, Evan Rachel Wood started coming out and speaking, uh, like um, promoting and working for certain bills to stop domestic violence. And in 20. 19 she actually gave a testimony where she said in detail what had happened to her but she didn't name her perpetrator but she said like I met him when I was 18 blah 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 which like anybody that can look up anything would have known who she was dating when she was 18 because that she's been famous for a long time yeah um and actually she met him when she was 17 but then this week she named him she like came out on Instagram and said like my abuser was Brian Warner, also known as Marilyn Manson. And like the testimony is dark. Like it's so like, it was really, I read the whole testimony. It's really dark. And then the other woman that came forward also said his name and also said the stuff that happened to them. And it's really, really bad stuff. Like, please don't read it if you're triggered in any way, because it was like, It was very dark stuff. So that happened and that's continuing to happen, which I find very interesting, um, partly because it's happening simultaneously to this Army Hammer stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, For some reason, people are more willing to believe about Army Hammer than they are. So there are some Marilyn Manson fans that are so intense that they're like unwilling to believe it. Mm -hmm. Or there's people that are making excuses. Like, I mean, everybody's known he's like kind of like he lives in like an eccentric, weird, dark lifestyle. Like you have to know what you were getting into but it's like they didn't know they were getting into being tortured and forced drugs and right other stuff you know like it's really dark so that happened the night that that happened or the night that evan rachel would like came out and said what had happened to her aoc gave her testimony about what had had happened to her on the sixth which i thought was so brave and strong and really vulnerable and like i cried at one point watching it because it was just like so open and honest and then the next morning, actress Sophia Bush posted all of these photos on Instagram with these really long captions because she had liked a senator's tweet about something, basically saying that, like, the specific Republican congressman who, like, incited the riots should be labeled as terrorist, right? Like, if we're going to be labeled as, like... Mm-hmm. Uh, like liberal left or whatever, they should be like, well, this terrorist, right? She liked that. And the next morning she had received thousands of death and rape threats. And so she was like pretty open and honest about what had happened to her just in terms of her career and like being threatened and all of that. And I feel like a lot of women who have been coming forward about the um, like farmer protests in India, like um, Mina Harris have been receiving death threats and stuff. And I just feel like this has been a really interesting week for women coming forward and being vulnerable and honest about like what's going on and like the stuff that they're still facing. Mm-hmm. And I hope that we live in a, we continue to live in a world where women can be open and vulnerable, but we also just need to make it safer for women. Yes. I saw it yesterday that um, I was just looking through trending and mm-hmm. Mia Khalifa, who is a porn star, was trending under politics. And I was like, what's going on here? And I was, I couldn't figure out what was going on. I think a people were, um, getting her confused with Mina Harris, which that's a whole other issue. Um, and also something about her speaking up and like 
she was speaking up and some people were getting upset about it and some people were okay with it, but also not okay with Mina Harris. Like it was this whole thing where yet again, (laughs) people in the sex industry pushing into politics. And honestly, I love it. Like I go for it. I mean, good for them. Like absolutely reaching an audience that is not (laughs) (laughs) great. Right. Which actually that reminds me and we don't need to talk about it on here, but I have one single podcast episode recommendation for you about um, about that, which I thought was, it was just a really interesting insight. Um, but yeah, so that happened. And actually as of today, and we don't know when this is going to hit yet, but all the gossip rags are saying that some really serious news about army hammer is about to hit. And we weren't sure if it was going to come out today or tomorrow because we weren't sure what news outlets it was coming out on. Cause as you know, mm-hmm. for big newspapers, Sunday is their news day, but for things like e-news and stuff, it's, Monday they want like the week um and apparently it's like an LA Times New York Times level um and they're saying like we don't know exactly what the contents are going to be but they're saying it's going to be it could be like the next wave of like a Harvey Weinstein level like a lot of people get taken out and because I don't think it's just him like I think there's going to be other involved in it's supposed like because he's already been dropped by all of it his publicist agent like all of that um but apparently it's going to be like some real serious stuff. So we, um, we have to see what that is. So we'll see, but that's the, the yes. rumor apparently. Well, so he better not be on any of your kill fuck Marys, okay? <laughs> he is not. Absolutely not. Which brings us into our next topic. <laughs> um, today, we just wanted, because we this will be kind of our, I guess, Valentine's Day episode. Um, and we both don't really care that much about Valentine's Day, but I mean, something in this. I do like variety, a box of variety truffles or chocolate. Yes. The only thing we care about is a box of chocolate. So mm-hmm. um, in the spirit of Valentine's Day, we today are just going to play a game of Fuck, Mary Kill. Um, I will preface that this is absolutely taken from an episode of Wild Till Nine podcast. I watched it and I was like, that's a good idea. Let's do it. Um, and we had, Justine and I are in a little bit of a debate. Well, (laughs) so also I've been talking to people about this and I think I understand your perspective, but I would like to hear you say why you call it. I, so I call it fuck, marry, kill. That's just why I call it that. Like, I, I don't have any explanation. I think it's like level of like, like, I think it's a descending order of like, well, that's what my housemate told me is that she calls it fuck, marry, kill as well, because it's like, you, like Right. It's like the level of seriousness. It makes sense. So I have always heard it and called it kill, fuck, marry. And to me, that rolls off the tongue better anyway. But I always thought it was because it was like one extreme to the other. Okay. Like you would either kill them or you'd marry them. And then whatever's in the middle. So what's that? (laughs) That's interesting that for you, (laughs) marrying is the extreme. Whereas for me, yeah. fucking is the other end. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um, now, wait, here's a question before we get started. Okay. Do you have like methodologies as to how you like decide on who you would assign each category? Because I have like one single rule usually. It really depends on the category. Like if it's like a good one, because you know you've had good ones, you've had bad ones, whatever. It just depends. Typically, like, marrying is, like, are they funny? Like, do I want to hang with them? Mm -hmm. Um, Or are they the most attractive and I would like to (laughs) have sex with them multiple times? (laughs) We'll see. Also, um, Mom, this might not be the episode for you to watch. We're going to swear a lot. I'm just going to be real with you. (laughs) I'm going to ask Mom to please turn off the episode. Yeah. Um, Yeah. No, I mean, I would say my only rule is that I tend, like, especially in categories where there's more than one, like, very attractive person, Mm -hmm. I tend to pick whoever I think would be, like, the funnest and weirdest Mm -hmm. in bed for the, like, fuck category, just because it's, like, it's not that I wouldn't marry them, but, like, this other guy might be a bit more vanilla. So let's do this one, like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Really quickly, we know this is as shallow as can be. But that's okay. That's where we're at right now. Yes. So. Okay. I would like you to go first. Okay. So first one, this one is typical. Oh, also all of mine are kind of like themed. Like each one is like a theme. 
I have a couple of themed ones. Okay. Like they all have a title. Yeah. For me. Okay. So the first one, the Chris's. We have Chris Evans, Chris Pine, Chris Hemsworth. Okay. I have that on my list too. And I'm so glad you didn't include Chris Pratt. Okay. Obviously. <laughs> I'm educated. Um, I would... Oh, this is so hard. Um, I think people are going to be shocked by my answer. I feel like my answer might be the same as yours. Okay. So I would fuck Chris Evans. I would marry Chris Pine and I would kill Chris Hemsworth. My answer too. (laughs) I feel like we need to explain to people that like my love for Chris Pine started with Princess Diaries. Princess Diaries too. He was one of my first celebrity crushes, if not the first. Like he might have predated Zac Efron. Like I love Chris Pine so much. So and I would argue like I like I was not like a Star Trek fan. And then Chris Pine did Star Trek and suddenly like I became a Star Trek fan. Like, <laughs> like I love like those Star Trek movies are like yeah. some of my favorite movies of all time. Absolutely. I love them so much. Yes. Absolutely. I do think though, this is a joke that I've made many, many times, but I do think he has something in his contract that says he has to ride an old motorcycle in any movie he's in. I believe that. I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um all right, so this <laughs> this category, I actually it was, I was going to go a different direction with it, but then I decided to go with like guys that would look hot dancing. And then there was like, I needed a third. And so it like, anyway, you'll kind of know what I, where I'm getting at, but okay. Channing Tatum, Zac Efron and Michael B. Jordan. Oh my God. Okay. That's Michael B. Jordan is kind of the loose cannon there because it was going to be, I was going to go for a, that awkward moment. And then I was like, no, 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 Zac Efron and Channing Tatum need to go in the same category. Okay. Um, I think, oh, that's really hard. I, okay. I think I have to marry Zac Efron just because I am who I am and he is who he is. And I think I have to fuck Michael B. Jordan. I think that means goodbye Channing Tatum. So I don't want you to be mad at me for this, but I think I would kill Zac Efron. Because I get it. I get it. No, I get it. If I wasn't me, I would too. Here's the thing. You cannot kill Michael B. Jordan. You just. No. And Channing Tatum is like marriage material. Who doesn't want to be Jenny or Jenna Dawson? Yeah. Um, I understand If I wasn't me, I would choose that option too. Yeah. So anyways, that's that one. Okay. Um, so this one for you, category is one direction, but you have three specific ones because I wanted to make it harder for you. No. Zane, Harry, and Liam. I'm sorry, Niall and Louie, you both have my heart. (laughs) I'll marry both of you. Okay. You know, this is hard because I find Zane really attractive, except I feel that he was not loyal and he was a traitor to, I know, I feel so strongly about this. Um, you know what? I would fuck Harry and marry Liam and kill Zane. And that makes me sad. Not where I thought you were going to go. I think that I don't think I could ever get over the loyalty. I'm such a Taurus. Like, I don't think I could ever get over the loyalty piece. You're telling me you wouldn't marry Harry? No, because what's my rule? Who would be the wildest and craziest and like the most, like the best right. one night stand of your life? You're right. You're right. You're right. You're Harry. And I also just genuinely don't know if I could deal with Harry's energy all the time, uh, but I think I could deal with Liam's. Also, Liam is really good friends with Tom Felton, which makes me feel like we would be okay. Like yeah. we would be kindred spirits in some way. Like, I think I'd be like, that would be good for us. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do you have opinions on this matter? <laughs> I don't agree, but I but I understand your reasoning. Okay. <laughs> As um, a girl since the beginning, you have been. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Um. So this one is characters, but you can also think of like the real life people. Okay. And I actually, I think you know who one of these people is. I'm pretty sure you know who one of these people is, like, what they look like now because they've been in a bunch of stuff. But, like, feel free to look it up. Okay. So adult, grown up, like, fully adult, Dean Thomas, Cormac McLaggen, and Neville Longbottom. 
Okay. Oh my, I am going to marry Dean Thomas, literally the love of my life. The reason I watched How to Get Away with Murder and he became, oh, love him. Um, what does Cormac McLaggen look like now? He's smoking. He's hot. I want to make sure my, I want to make sure I'm. He's been in a number of things. He was like in Unreal. He was in something else recently. Like he's been in a lot of stuff. I want to make sure that I have um, a fully um, <laughs> informed decision. What's his name? Freddie Stroma? Is that his name? I think so. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck him and I'm sorry, Neville. I love you so much, but that's that's where we're gonna go. Oh, that's so funny. I love <laughs> so much. I love that that was your answer. Okay. Um, okay. We have our supergirls, and these are the characters, so be careful. Scarlet okay. Witch, Black Widow, Captain Marvel. Okay, that's so funny because one of the categories I had was two of those three that's all taken off the list mine is similar to one you've done already too that's really funny okay so um wait you said so scarlet witch black widow and captain marvel hmm okay this is hard because i was just watching wandavision last night and it was really good Mm -hmm. are you caught up on that show i've only watched three episodes okay um i uh, I think I'd have to kill the Scarlet Witch because okay. I definitely want to fuck the Black Widow. Obviously. Like, that's a given. Yeah. And Captain Marvel already gives us, like, some fun lesbian vibes. So, like, yeah. I feel like we need to have, like, vibes for sure. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, I'd be down to marry that. So, yeah. Okay. Cute. Okay. You can so I I don't know if you've seen this TV show, but I know who you know this is. So I'm gonna say the real life people, and then okay. you can decide if you'd like to think of them as their characters or not. Okay. Andy Samberg, John Krasinski, and Chris Pratt. Okay, well, we're gonna kill, kill Chris Pratt. That's a given. Um is this like a Brooklyn Nine-Nine office parks and rec moment? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um I think we're going to marry John Krasinski and fuck Andy Samberg. That's fair. I think that's the way to go. Yeah, that's great. Love that. Okay. Well, this is one you've basically already done, but I'm going to ask you. So that awkward moment, Zephron, Miles Teller, and Michael B. Jordan. I know it's going to be easy for you. (laughs) Okay. Little known secret to everyone. I love Miles Teller. I love him. I just think that he's so attractive. I would definitely marry Miles Teller and fuck Michael B. Jordan. Sorry, Zach Efron. Zach doesn't deserve it, but he doesn't deserve it. But I think I would have trouble with that question too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So um, I have a couple funny ones on here, but this one made me laugh out loud because as I was typing it, I was reading it out in my mind and I was cracking myself up. Okay. It's kind of a weird one, but it's specifically because of the names. Milo Ventimiglia, Wilder Valderrama, and Joe Magniello. <laughs> Just really sounding names. Yeah. Well, I literally was like, should I put Milo Ventimiglia on here? And I was like, if I do Milo Ventimiglia, I have to do Wilder <laughs> Valderrama. <laughs> Please. Okay. Um, I think it's, is it Joe Mangiello or Maniello? I don't know. Man, man, Mangiello? Yeah. You know who I'm talking about, right? I think I'm going to kill him because I can't say his name. Okay. <laughs> and then marry Milo and fuck Wil- Wilder. Excellent. I love that. Okay. <laughs> I'm just laughing at the titles that I made for my categories. This one's okay. title is New Girl Boys, but make it hard because I know that you would automatically kill Winston. So it is Nick, Schmidt, and Coach. Okay. <laughs> First of all... <laughs> That's not fair because I do love Winston. So like, but I just know you, and I know you would kill him in that in that instance. 
So add coach to spice things up. <laughs> you did. Um, okay. Well, I, I think that I would fuck coach Mary Nick. Schmidt's gone. Yeah. Because. Oh, he's like, I don't think I could handle his energy in any form. Interesting. And I think he's a lot of talk. Very interesting. I would marry him. You'd marry him? Of course you would. Because you're you're like the CC of the group. <laughs> you're the CC. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, it's sort of a flip between whether I would marry Nick or marry Coach. But. Very interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I think. The, here's the deciding factor because I think a lot of me wants to marry the Nick. I w- I would love a Nick Miller anyway, but I also oh, okay. do. But you're kind of more of a Nick. I'm like kind of more Jess. But here's the real here's the real reason that I can't marry Coach because of how he created the Coach's gym. <laughs> I was thinking about that yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> Coach's gym. Way. It's a restaurant and it's gym spelled J I M. Yeah. <laughs> Who's Jim and why do you own him? Yeah. Okay, but am I right that if Winston was in there, you would kill Winston and marry Schmidt? Or fuck Schmidt? Am I right about that? Maybe. Well, whatever. Okay. Um. All right. So I'm trying to decide which of these to do. So, I, okay, let's go with a British twist for now. Oh. Tom Hiddleston. Okay. Benedict Cumberbatch or Nicholas Holt. What did Nicholas Holt look like? Who was that? What's he in? He was like the beast in X-Men. Let me just look at him. He used to date Jennifer Lawrence. He was in Skins, the British version. Oh, this guy looks like a combination of the two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> he literally looks like you combine Tom Middleston and Ben Cumberbatch. He looks like their love child. <laughs> yes. That's super weird. Okay. Um, well, I'm obviously gonna marry Tom Middleston. There's like no question about it. Um uh, I <laughs> I feel like I'll fuck this guy because he looks a little bit less odd. That's what I would pick for you anyway, because also he used to date Jennifer Lawrence, so you know he's crazy. (laughs) True. Also, I just feel like Benedict Cumberbatch is... I I don't know about him. All right, that's fair. I don't trust him. That's fair. Um, Okay, this category. This one I labeled an underrated category that I've never heard people do before. But I think to be important. Okay. This is the Jasons. Jason Sudeikis, Jason Bateman, and Jason Siegel. Seagal? Siegel? Wait, like from how I how how I much your mother? Yeah. Or freaks and geeks, depending on what you're thinking about. <laughs> so it's Jason Siegel, Jason Bateman, and Jason Sudeikis. Jason Sudeikis. The one who used to be married to Olivia Wilde. Yes. I would marry Jason Bateman. Yeah. For sure. He's such dad vibes. Like the yeah. ultimate like dad husband vibes. Yeah. Ooh, those other two are hard. Mm-hmm. They both give me kind of weird vibes. Really? Yeah. I think that I would, would fuck Jason Sudeikis and kill Jason Eagle. Okay. Yeah. But it could go either way. Right. It's kind of a weird category. Honestly, I should make them do the get packed thing and pack me a suitcase and we'll see (laughs) who gets to who gets to go. Okay. (laughs) This category also, this is not a nice category. I just this is the probably most shallow I've ever been, but like there's some winning qualities here. So I Seth Rogen, Jonah Hill, and Josh Gad. <laughs> I really just like to go for people that look exactly the same. Okay. 
Um, I think that I'm going to marry Jonah Hill. Number of reasons. His sister is me. I think that we're best friends. We're meant to be best friends. His sister yeah. is Beanie Feldstein. So that alone is a reason right there. So I True. think I'm going to marry Jonah Hill. I... <laughs> I'm having a lot of trouble deciding what comes next. <laughs> I feel like, <laughs> like I, I now that you've already gone a different way than I would have gone. So, <laughs> um, maybe. <laughs> I'm really struggling here. I feel like no matter what I say, it's wrong. Like I, I feel like I have the wrong answer. <laughs> I Okay, I'm going to take a leap. I'm going to take a leap and say I'm going to fuck Josh Gad. Okay. Partially because Seth Rogen just reminds us way too much of our brother. That's a weird that's thing. That's the problem. Because also, he smokes so much weed that I just don't think he would be very good in bed. If he didn't remind us so much of Jake, this would be a different question. It would be a different question. And again, like, I just think he smokes so much weed, he would not be good in bed. I just want everyone to know that I would marry Josh Gad because I've heard interviews with him and he seems just like a really chill guy. Okay. Like, really cool. I think that he's very musical. I think that that would be very soothing for me. Like, I don't know. Yeah, that would be good for you. Maybe my answer's changed. I don't know. (laughs) I gotta think about it. (laughs) Okay. Wow. This next category is called We Heart Comedians. Oh, okay. So, (laughs) your people are BJ Novak. Okay. John Mulaney. Nick Kroll. Oh my god, that's so hard. That is so hard. Okay, I, I would definitely marry John Mulaney. Obviously. I would fuck Nick Kroll and I would kill BJ Novak. Whoa, death to BJ. Because Nick Kroll is so funny that I think it would so just funny. be such a fun night. Like it would He's be so fun. So cute. He's so cute. He is. But also just like every time I've ever heard him on like any podcast, like his sense of humor is so funny. Mm -hmm. Like I think that would be a really fun night. It would be really funny. And we'd probably still be friends later because he's just hilarious. Okay. Um, Okay. This is the category I call the Amy's. Okay. Amy Adams, Amy Schumer, and Amy Poehler. Whoa. Okay. I'm going to kill Amy Schumer. I'm going to marry Amy Poehler and I'm going to fuck Amy Adams. Wow. Wow. What would you have done? I would definitely fuck Amy Schumer. She's really? Yeah. I might kill Amy Poehler actually. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Interesting. Okay. This one is called the only important Ryan's. So Ryan Reynolds, uh-huh. Ryan Gosling. A lot of people were saying Ryan Seacrest, and I'm not putting that in there. That's stupid. No. So we are going to throw in the character Ryan Goes in You from New Girl. The British teacher, Ryan Goes in You. Oh, my God. You b- marry him 100%. <laughs> and fuck Ryan Reynolds. I agree. Sorry. Sorry, guys. It's not his fault. He's so hot, but like he just gives off such moody vibes. It's unapproachable. <laughs> and Ryan Reynolds is again hilarious. Like, yeah, he is. Okay, this is my last real category. Okay. Another shout out categories. I call this the silver fox category. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. These are class. These are classics. Brad Pitt, George Clooney, Leonardo DiCaprio. Kill Pitt. Mary decaps uh fuck Clooney. Wow. Okay. Okay, Leo's like a little bit closer to my age. That's so it true. feels a little bit more appropriate. And I just know that Clooney's good in bed. I would definitely marry Clooney, but okay. Yeah. Okay. Um this one is titled Everybody's Favorite Sad Boys. Oh my god, I love it. And these are the characters, not the people. Okay. Lucas Scott, Chuck Bass, Jess Mariano. <laughs> so sorry to do it to you. Yeah. 
Oh my god. Okay. Um. Fuck Chuck Bass. Oh my god, this last one's hard. Um. Okay. <laughs> this is tearing at my heartstrings. I think I would kill Jess and Mary Lucas, but it's a real tie because they both have some serious moody boy, sad boy qualities. But not only is, and then they're both writers, sorry, and they're both writers, which I love so much. Um, but Lucas can also fix cars. He's more handy. Lucas is a more Jess handy. Kind of breaks cars. <laughs> Jess breaks cars, but also Lucas is just—he just has like a background in being more of a handyman. Like I feel like he'd be—you'd yeah. want to be married to him because it would be helpful to have around. Um, I believe you. He's got a little more money, so he can be a little more adventurous. Okay. Plus, he's got a good family. Like I would want to be friends with his brother and sister-in-law and stuff. Right. You don't want his parents to be TJ. <laughs> No, no. And like love Jess, like love Jess, but I think Jess led a little more of like the artist lifestyle that I don't think he's who I would marry in this category, but yeah. Okay. I don't have any other real categories. I only have like shout out TV edition categories. Do a shout out TV because I have one more category. Okay. I'm taking off the Gossip Girl edition because you already had Chuck in there. So. Okay. Was it going to be Chuck, Nate, Dan? Yeah. That's really easy. Because you'd kill Dan. I'd kill Dan and I'd marry Chuck, actually. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes sense for you. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Well, then, this the only two I have left are Vampire Diary shout-outs. Okay. Give, me, give it to me. Okay. This is the ultimate bad boy, Stefan, Damon, or Klaus. Okay, you're going to get mad at me about this. You're going to kill Klaus. I know it. And I am because I didn't watch the originals. I don't have the same emotional connection to him. I just want you to know that my emotional connection started way before the originals. I know. Like, and I know a lot of other people who did in Vampire Diaries, but I just didn't click with him. I see where people got it, but I just didn't. Also, he gives me the weirdest vibes in real life. Um, I am going to marry Stefan and fuck Damon. I would kill Damon because I don't think I could get past what he, I know they've all done bad things, but I don't think I could get past what he did to Caroline. Okay. But I would marry Klaus and fuck Stefan. Okay. Um, also, I'm just going to tell you this because my birthday is coming up not that far away. Um, there's a lot of fun people on Cameo, including um, the guy that plays Klaus. <laughs> I'm just going to say that if you wanted to get me a video on Cameo. I can, I can definitely. But not if it's like an insane amount of money. Okay. I can, I'll, I'll do some research. I I saw it on his Instagram the other day and I was like, oh my God. (laughs) Um, Okay, this category that I have for you, it's my last one. And it is arguably the most important one. I'll preface it by saying there are four people. So you're going to fuck, Mary kill, and then there's one you just don't have to mention. Wow, okay. okay. This category is people that make me feel safe, hyphen, the niche old white men that I trust with my life. Oh, God. Okay. Colin Firth, Stanley Tucci, Dermot Mulroney, and Mark Ruffalo. Colin Firth, Stanley Tucci, Dermot Mulroney, and Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. I trust these men wow. with my life. That's, this is shocking information. <laughs> um, Particularly Colin and Stanley. I truly feel that they have my best interest in mind. This is really hard. Um, I would marry Mark Ruffalo. Okay. I would fuck Dermot Mulroney and I would kill Colin Firth and I'm so sorry for that. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I just don't want Stanley Tucci to be anywhere involved in any of my conversations. (laughs) It's okay. 
Oh, Colin Firth. Here's the, light here's, of my life. here's the problem. Colin Firth has gotten very old, but also I was really creeped out when he was in that Woody Allen movie with Emma Stone, where it seemed like very weird that he was a lot older than her. And I just feel like he'd be so hyper polite. <laughs> like it would just be too much. I like if you had said Hugh Grant, it would be a different conversation. Okay. I was on TikTok the other day and I like very much love Colin Firth. I have for years and Stanley Tucci as well. I, I trust them both in my life. And um, there was like one of those TikTok sounds that was like, I had never seen two pretty best friends, but it was, I've never seen two tall best friends. One of them always got to be short. Wow. And it was preceded with just a bunch of pictures of Colin Firth and Stanley Tucci together. And it was <laughs> the best thing I've ever seen. They just made a movie together recently, I think. I just I think in the movie they're a couple and like one of them is dying or something oh. yeah they made that movie just for me <laughs> um all right that's all the ones that I have that's all the ones that I have wow how do you feel <laughs> I feel disturbed I feel kind of <laughs> gross <laughs> oh my god well that was fun um I feel at a loss for what we're going to talk about next time. <laughs> I know. We've really run the the gambit, the Queen's Gambit. Which I will never watch. Same. <laughs> Have you watched Bridgerton yet? No. Okay, here's what's happening. I don't want to keep reminding you because I know it's going to make you want to do it less. But, like, I here's, feel my no. heart. That you Let me explain to- what's happening. Okay. So, I, like... A lot of nights, my housemates and I watch TV together, right? So we're not going to all watch it together, partly because one housemate already watched it. And also, that's just, like, not the kind of show. Like, we, if it's right. the end of yeah. work day, we're going to watch something, like, stupid yeah. or whatever. Ooh, which I have a story about that. But, um, so we're, like, that's just, like, not something we would watch. And a couple times my housemate and I have thought about watching it, but we weren't in the right, like, headspace for it to, like, be watching, like, a British period piece. Like, it just wasn't the right headspace separately on my own when I watch tv on my own as you know I was doing that the first time watch of West Wing Mm -hmm. and it was taking me a while because I couldn't watch it too late at night because my brain would be like going 100 miles per hour after that so I couldn't sleep so I finally got through West Wing and then I just needed something like very comforting and so on my one hour lunch breaks when I sit under my weighted blanket on the floor or like at night before bed I've been watching, I've been doing a rewatch of Rizzoli and Isles, like, from the beginning. Okay. So, I've, like, it's, I'm on season six right now. There's, like, seven seasons. I'm almost done. It'll be a couple more days. And then the plan is to, like, bust through Bridgerton after that. Okay. That's fine. I just, I just, I know that the more I remind you about it, the more people tell you about it, you're not going to want to watch it. But I just know in my heart that you'll enjoy it. Well, it's gotten to the point where, like, we've decided we're not watching it. Like, my husband and I are not watching it together. Like, she might not ever watch it, and I'll right. I'll watch it, but it's just I'm waiting until after. Right. And that's I fine. I just I just need you to know that I think that it you need to. And then after I watch Bridgerton, I may watch all of Summer House from the beginning, or I may start and watch Alias from the beginning, because I've never watched Alias. Okay. <laughs> I'm really on a kick of watching old TV shows that I never watched the first time around. I mean, I think I'm going to start Sex in the City. I've been saying that for a while, but I think that's my old TV show to start. I'll be interested if you do that. I'll be really interested to hear your thoughts because I think a lot of it will not hold up. Yeah, I think so too. Um, The story I was going to tell you is that we were watching 90 Day the other day and we were watching this thing. The you know, in the now 90 day universe, they have this thing called 90 day bears all where they like bring on like one or two people and ask them like more in-depth questions. And there's this person on 90 day who's been on a couple of different things. Um, and she actually used to have a TV show of her own called double divas because she and her best friend own a lingerie store. And <gasps> double divas. I loved that show. It was yeah, so Molly, <laughs> the bra whisperer has been on the show. She's the blonde one, right? No, the brunette. Okay. And she, her whole thing is that she's a bra whisperer because she can tell what size you are by just by mm-hmm. like looking at you. They were really good at it. They were like showing her these pictures. It was specifically like one woman on 90 Day who like definitely gave her consent, but they were like, what size do you think she is? And she was like, she's this size. And they're like, well, she actually wears this size. And Molly was like, 
that's wrong and you can tell her that like this is what's like she's giving this whole thing and she even like held up these like they had like this centerpiece in the middle of the table mm-hmm. and she like she's like this is what a real c cup looks you know like this is the size of it and she was like our motto at our store is that every woman is wearing two cup sizes too small and two band sizes too big okay so then i was on twitter a couple days ago Okay. And you know, Adore Me, the like yeah. Andre brand that is constantly on Instagram and stuff. Mm-hmm. They actually posted this whole Twitter thread. They were like, we're not going to sell things right now. We need to talk about how unfair and unequitable the algorithm on TikTok is. And they went in this whole, it was a whole thread about like all these different videos that they had tried to post for advertisements that were like kicked off or like, like marked as like not appropriate mm-hmm. that were all like women that were like plus size, women of color, women that were disabled, like all this stuff. And then like the one that was approved was like a white girl. Mm -hmm. So they were, it was this whole thread about how like unequitable it is and like what they're trying to do and like all, and they're just making all these really great ads. So I was like, I'm going to go on a dormy and buy some bras. Yeah. And so I was on their like fit guide. Okay. To figure out what size I was and their fit guide, like actually like not only shows you how to measure yourself, but like you put in the measurement that you just like you do the band measurement and you put right. it in and then you do the cut measurement and you put it in and then it converts that to what your size is. Turns out I am actually wearing two band sizes too I big did. and two top sizes too small. Weird. But we'll see when I get my first box of Adore Me if that's actually true. But I then proceeded to try on every single bra that I own, all of which are apparently the exact same, but in different colors. Um, and none of them fit me right. Like none of them fit me right. Yeah. I remember that being like a thing. So very interesting. I feel like I need to try that. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Is that crazy? That is crazy. I do like because I watched Double Divas. It was so fun and stupid. It was so fun. I was like, I remember watching the show. I mean, like, this is hilarious. I love it. It was so fun. I wish they had kept going. Mm-hmm. Um, and I that was like a whole thing where they'd be like, No, your boobs are way bigger. Like, what's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very interesting. Well, that's fun. Everybody go measure your bra sizes and report back. Well, I think we did it, Justine. I think we did. I think we did it. Um, I will post some polls on Instagram like right after I post this. So make sure to go vote on those just fun ones so we can report back our data about our Gen Z and millennial um, <laughs> slang and whether or not it's fuck, Mary kill or kill, fuck, Mary. Um, and make sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast, follow us on Instagram. We're here for it pod. Anything else you see? Um, I mean, it's not that Ella and I aren't creative, but if anyone has any topics that they would like us to discuss, we would always love some suggestions. Yeah. We're really open to anything. And, um, should we have advertisers? (laughs) I could sign us up for the advertising program. I mean, I don't know if we need to do that. I'm just saying that I'm very influenced by those things. For example, I was drinking or I was eating Magic Spoon earlier today. (laughs) This podcast is sponsored by... (laughs) (laughs) Is sponsored by Skinny Jeans and Sidecars. This podcast is sponsored by Gryffindor House. (laughs) I don't agree. Anyway. (laughs) All right. All right. Well, I hope you have a great Super Bowl day. Thank you. You too. And for those of you um, listening, I hope that you're content with how the Super Bowl ended up. I don't even know who's in it. For Tom Brady. We're rooting against Tom Brady. Chiefs and the Bucks? Yes. I don't know. I'm just here for the weekend. All right. All right. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.